When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi folks, Tino here. Just before we get started with today's weekly show, you'll have noticed a change in the format last week with the weekly show now only available in full to subscribers at the Celtic Exchange Plus. You can still enjoy the opening section of the show here, but if you genuinely value and enjoy what we do and want to support us for less than a fiver a month, and you can do so right now at theCelticExchange.com slash plus. In addition to getting full access to the weekly show, you'll also be able to enjoy the pre and post match shows we provide for every Celtic game, as well as our special bonus episodes with Celtic heroes like Martin O'Neill, Lubo Moravchik and more. So jump to theCelticExchange.com slash plus right now, where it takes less than two minutes to get set up, and we'll see you back here shortly for this episode of the Celtic Exchange Weekly. The Celtic Exchange, a fresh insight on Celtic Football Club. This is the Celtic Exchange Weekly, this is Tino, and this week I'm joined by Muff and James as we cover all things Celtic. Muff, the international break, it's not for everyone, but how's it been for you? Hello Tino, hello James, hello listeners and viewers. Uh, it isn't for everyone, but I still I, I still enjoy watching that. I'm on record, I think everybody that watches and listens to this will know that I enjoy watching Scotland. Um, very frustrating against Spain, given the decision it went against us. I, I just don't think it's people are making excuses for the decision, but I, I thought it was a Absolute shocker, and you can tell by the reaction of the keeper. It's all down to the reaction of the keeper. He, d- he doesn't even try to go for the ball, it's hit that well. Um, and anyway, not to go back over old ground on that one, but I love it. But it makes it quiet around around Celtic, and uh, you just you just miss that, don't you? You miss that. Although, great time to be a Celtic fan with so many Celtic players in the squad, ex Celtic players in the squad. Um, would be a really, really bad time if you didn't particularly like your national team. Maybe so. Uh, heading to Germany next summer, Muff, are you heading out? Uh, nine. <laughs> um, not to get into too much detail, James, but Muff has referenced the, the VAR decision for Scott McTominay's goal. Brilliant goal. It'd have been a goal for the ages, wouldn't it? I think McTominay himself tweeted, that was my James McFadden moment, yeah. you know, and all that stuff. And listen, maybe a different debate for a different show, but VAR just keeps coming up again as something that was meant to make the game better, but it is killing the game. Somebody made the point, it's not better for fans, it's not better for players, it's not better for coaches, it's not better for those viewing at home. Who's winning at a VAR? Yeah, but the, the answer isn't then to bin VAR, it's to find a way to 
to make it deliver for the fans, the players, the coaches you know, and the referees. Um, I'm a, a big believer in, in VAR and I think it can be a real force for good, but it needs to be better, no doubt. They're just getting it so wrong in so many places. So it's international football, European football, domestic football. It's rare to see it applied well at all. Actually, the, something I picked up at the weekend, I'm not a rugby fan by any stretch, but a good mate, uh, Declan, who's uh, from Ireland, likes the rugby, we're out on Saturday night watching it. And you've obviously got the, the audio where you can hear the referee just throughout the game communicating between his assistants and the VAR room. And it actually makes it a really enjoyable viewing experience uh, because you're just getting it all. It's all transparent. There's nothing to hide and everything's explained. I still don't know what McTominay's goal was chopped up for. You know, you don't know if it's a foul, was it offside or whatever. It's all a bit murky and you can get through the various decisions that Celtic have you know, experienced themselves and it's just, Celtic, uh, sorry, football are getting it so wrong in terms of applying for. I think James, James makes a good point that it's, it, it should be a tool which is appreciated by everyone. You know, something blatantly offside, something blatantly wrong in goals should be given or reviewed but something something like that it seems the balance is just out of kilter <clears throat> it looks like they're they're looking for reasons to disallow something rather than letting the, the play go normally you can tell when something's right or wrong and just didn't feel anything was wrong with that at the time and then for it subsequently to be chopped off it's just ah, it's, for me there's there's still a uh, you know, we're still trying to find that sweet spot and, and VAR being used correctly, but like anything else, it'll take time and, 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 and unfortunately we just need to go through that painful process yeah. of kind of trying it out and and uh, basically being trial and error until we get to a spot where it's we're getting more right than we're getting wrong. But to, to go back to even the Liverpool-Tottenham game and that decision, the it's quite unprecedented because the they were trying to enforce the correct decision. They've just there's just been mistakes made in the in the process, not confirming what the on field decision's been. But even something something like that, what it does is it shows so you think of the money that's involved in English Premier League, you think of the stakes, you even look at Champions League games, etc. And and something as simple as that, that's then showcased to the world that, you know, the FA's house in this particular instance isn't in order. <coughs> Either the officials are incompetent. I mean, everybody makes mistakes, but what a mistake to make. Yeah. And then Klopp asking for the, the replay on the basis that the correct decision was arrived at but not enforced. Just stop the game. You know, common sense has to... And, and this this is, unfortunately, it comes into every element of football where common sense should be applied, but it just appears that common sense or somebody willing to drive common sense being applied is severely lacking. Yeah, and as you say, if the money involved, so if Liverpool just say they finish fifth instead of fourth this season, that's tens of millions of pounds that they lose in terms of Champions League revenue. Bigger picture as well, just before we bring it all back to Celtic, for me, in football, the biggest buzz is when your team scores a goal. And VAR, you know, as an overarching point, it's kind of there to find reasons not to give goals for me. And I honestly think, I would seriously back a campaign to bin it. I really, you know, human error is human error but if it's still a, you know being applied or still happening when VAR's in let's just go back to human error without the VAR I, I think you're too late though now that you've introduced it you'll just go back first decision VAR could have cleared up there'll just be incessant nonsense and noise running about it I, I think you've committed to it but get it right don't have the budget version for a start mm -hmm. do it right get the right people in to look at it and again you've got kind of administrators trying to enforce rules around football you know, take into account 
people that have played the game maybe do a bit more consultation around it so that you know, there are areas of grey and still a, an element of responsibility should be left to the officials on the pitch. Yeah, looks like we're stuck with it for now. So let's see if they can start to apply it just a fair bit better than they have been doing. James, as I say, to bring it back to Celtic, so we're about to head into a pretty difficult run of fixtures and we'll get to that a wee bit later on in the show. But generally speaking, um, you know, not had Celtic for the last, you know, eight, nine, ten days or so. But generally speaking, how do you think the players will be feeling as they get ready to get back to it at the weekend? Yeah, I mean, there's been a, a mix of things, obviously, you know, guys away with their international teams. Great to see Matt O'Reilly finally getting his call up. I think the Danish fans were a bit miffed that he wasn't called up um, in the first run. Someone's dropped out, he's replaced them kind of thing. Um, so you've got the guys who will be getting the, the confidence and the you know the enjoyment of that going away with their teams. But then you've got guys going through their rehab and getting back to full match fitness as well. So it's, yeah, it's probably been quite a, a handy break, to be honest with you. And then, as you say, it's an intense run we're on. So it lets, you know, Rogers get the guys back in to refocus. Okay, let's take a look at what's coming up on this week's show. First up, we'll take a look at the main headlines from International Week as no less than 14 first-team players have been off representing their countries. We'll then look ahead at what's set to be a tough few weeks of fixtures for Celtic across the rest of October and early November. Then it's time for the 11th man as the boys try to name the missing man from a well-known Celtic lineup. And finally, we'll assess the season so far with Celtic almost a quarter of the way through the league campaign and a third of the way through our Champions League group fixtures. Hold on, hold on. Okay, let's get the ball rolling by taking a look at how the boys on international duty have fared and we'll do so with a quick run through of the headlines from the game so far. Liam Scales made his international debut for Republic of Ireland. It was a 2-0 defeat by Greasemith. Did you see it? I seen one of the goals. What a goal. Oh. Jack and Marcus. Listen, he, he had a really decent game and the, the inevitable cries for bring him home <laughs> comes in. He should never have been allowed to leave. He wanted to leave and he wanted more money. Want and that's just how football goes. But his header was a cracker. Yes. Uh, and he was very important in the build up to the second goal. Good for Liam Scales. Uh, fairly mixed game. I don't know how much of it you watched. Ireland are a poor side at this moment in time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how Stephen Kenny's still on a job, to be honest. I don't know why he got that job, but not for today. Um, but Liam Scales done okay and done a wee bit better as the game went on as well. More into centre half than left back. We've cried for him to be played at left back. He didn't look great there, did he, James? Nah, he was. I mean, Jack Amakis is coming out of that ball, you know, like a train. So probably not many defenders are going to do much about that. But he wasn't great at the same time. And then for the second goal, he was kind of there or thereabouts as well. Um, so, you know, you hope it doesn't dent his confidence because he obviously is flying high. Um, he's got to just take it as that's, you know, getting into the, the squad and then getting into the first 11 is the achievement itself. And if he can keep improving from there. So, um, you know, I've won record. I think he's got a, a way to go to be Celtic level. But, you know, these things can't, can't hurt him. It's funny how much he's, his CV has improved in the last six, seven weeks. You know, he was on his way to Aberdeen and all of a sudden he's now a Champions League footballer and an international footballer. His agent will be delighted. You know, there's there's all sorts of numbers getting added to his value. But um, it's good to see his progress. As you say, James, well, you know, we've debated it last week and there may be a ceiling for Liam Scales, but he does continue to progress, which is good to see. Uh, Mikey Johnson, he got 20 minutes or so off the bench and I suppose that the puzzle of Mikey Johnson continues. He's not playing at all for Celtic. He's on the bench, probably more for admin reasons for the Champions League games but continues not to play at all and then he still gets 20 minutes for Ireland so we'll see how he goes uh, Carter Vickers he continued his recovery he got the last half hour as USA lost 3-1 to Germany so good to see him getting more minutes Lager Bielkam if he can't get into the Celtic team but he started and scored as Sweden beat Moldova 3-1 in a friendly is there a way back for him in the short term? Uh, yes I, I, would, I would say so I think uh, uh, the sending off and 
Farnard was, was unfortunate But as a result We had to look at other options That were available at the time But I think he's young He, he was bought I think we're in the future Not necessarily right. the hero You've been listening to the opening section Of this week's Celtic Exchange Weekly Join the Celtic Exchange Plus now To enjoy the episode in full And to gain access to all of our additional episodes Get set up at theceltichexchange.com Or sign up takes less than two minutes And you can explore it all With our free seven day trial as well as full access to the weekly show, you'll also get pre- and post-match episodes for every Celtic game, plus special episodes with Celtic heroes like Luba Moravchik, Martin O'Neill and many more. It's your support that makes the Celtic Exchange what it is, so help us to now take the next steps as we make what we do even bigger and even better for Celtic supporters just like you. More podcasts, more reaction, more Celtic, all at the Celtic Exchange Plus. Sports Social Podcast Network.